Hi guys, it's Foye K, but you can call me Foye. Hey, this is Lola, but you can call me Lola if you like. And this is the Everybody, Everybody Hates, Hates HR pod. pod. Episode seven. Seven, yeah, I was going to say six, <laughs> but it is definitely seven. Yeah. We're both looking at each other like, who's going to say the last part? I know. <laughs> We're missing Belisa today, guys. Yeah. She had something come up last minute, so you're just going to have to hang out with us too. I know. But we'll try our best. Of course. I need to take a week off now. Who? Me. Just no. So, just so we're all even. Or we're just taking turns. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I do love the consistency though. As in, we, we keep plodding on. The show must go on. Yeah. It? Um, how's your week been? So my week has been, I'm not going to lie. I haven't been sleeping. Why? It's been a really, I've been going to bed at like two or three. So it's a mixture of things. This was the first week, so I'm, I'm doing a 12-month fixed-term contract, mm-hmm. and this was the first week that both the people I'm covering for were not around, mm-hmm. so it was like showtime. Like uh, okay, so you've test. been doing handover until yeah. now. I got it, I got it. Got and it. this week, I'm not going to lie, everything that could have just kicked off, just kicked off, mm-hmm. and they're both um, maternity covers, so it's not... Like so you're covering for two leave. people yeah so it's a mixture of two different roles mm-hmm. and um, both of them are on maternity leave yeah and, both and i'm like did you plan that Listen. um yeah so i do have support but again the person that they brought in is also fixed term like me so it's a new team mm. so it's got its pros and cons but anyway i made a really really big mess up this week um not at work but okay. just in lifestyle i guess i'm not a coffee drinker I don't drink coffee. Me neither. But I thought, I need coffee because this is a long <laughs> week. Do you so, drink tea? Nope. Oh, wow. I Hot tea. chocolate only. So I've been drinking like three cups of coffee a day. And I'm there thinking, it's going to keep me awake. It's going to keep me awake. And it did. At the even time. when I was trying to sleep. Mm. And it didn't hit me until this morning as to why I'm sleeping at 3 a.m. <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> But then they say to have better sleep, I think you're not supposed to drink coffee after 2 p.m. Because it hangs around in your your I will drink. I finish at 5 and I will have another one at 4.30 just before I leave. Just just why not? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I really, really big mess up. So that's how my week's gone. How's yours? My week's been good. I'm waking up at... My average wake Your up fun time. employment. Yeah, my fun. I'm still on fun employment. So I'm waking up at like between 9.30 and 10. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? I've got, um, I got an Apple Watch. Oh. I'm high tech now. Okay. Um, and I soft like it. I love really it. Really yeah. Soft life is really Listen, softening. And I got it like, the bad thing is and that. you got your nails do- done. I got my nails done. I'm getting Looking my very cute. tomorrow. You are. I'm getting my hair done also on the weekend so yeah life is good but all my devices are connected so when my phone's ringing it's now ringing on my watch it's ringing on my macbook it's it's a bit much okay and then i sleep with it so when you guys i'm looking at you you start <laughs> messaging in the group chat at 9 a.m uh, it wakes me up and i just figured out the other day how to put it on do not disturb okay good but generally i'm just living like an unemployed person and but it's be nice yeah it is but except unemployed people they have like the fear of not working above them so i i sleep like and i live like an unemployed person but in a better way because i have no worries because i know i'm going back to work on the (laughs) but now it's good like i've i've had a list of things i was gonna want to do during this time i said i'll just chill Mm. and we're like what 10 days in or something and i ain't done nothing 
and I love that's, that for that's me. That's how it should be, though. I'd, I would, yeah, enjoy it because mm. it's, it's coming to an end. I'm starting to, I've started watching um, the Marvel chronological chron- chronology, mm-hmm. like, so I'm watching all the Marvel things in order, but just yeah. the films. Um, How's that going? Yeah, it's good, it's good. Like, I'm just that's, I'm. I mean that's the most productive thing. <laughs> and I went to I went to I love that for you though. Yeah, I went to a couple of weddings. Like people get married on all sorts of days now. It's wedding season. I know. I'm here for it though. I know. I will actually end up going um as a plus one to the wedding that Belisa was a bridesmaid, yeah. chief bridesmaid for, which was really beautiful and her dress was amazing. I saw that dress. Amazing. She and then the next stunning. day Belisa flew out to go on holiday. So when she Can comes back next week, she'll have to tell us about how her holiday was. Yeah, she's gonna have to update us on that. And how and how um her son was on the mm, on the plane and if yeah. she got the iPad. Yeah. We need it. we need all of that information. I'm here for it. No, but it's been good. It's been good. Um yeah, next week will be more of the same. I am hoping to like do a little bit more. I've got like a new chest of drawers or a chest of drawers that I bought second hand that I wanna do some like upcycling or whatever stuff. with. So that will be my project and that's it. I'm not planning really to do anything else. Do you like doing DIY? I I like doing. I wouldn't say I like doing DIY. I like working on projects, but only fun ones. Like if something breaks, I'm not going to enjoy fixing the handle. <laughs> but like turning some one thing into another thing, like fun projects. Like I like yeah. arts and crafts. Okay. But Fair. not DIY. Fair. Anything that feels like labor, generally, I don't like. I hear it. I hear it. So, what has been in the news this week? What has been in the news this week? Um, obviously, as you know, we are post-pandemic. Are we? Or are we? We're out of the pandemic, right? To be honest, I don't know. It's just, it's just. I think it went from pandemic to epidemic, and then it went from I epidemic to vibes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're in vibes. We're in, we're in vibes mode now. We're just pretending. <laughs> Every, people, everyone's got COVID. No one cares. Yeah, yeah. That's how it. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, but in this vibe sort of mode, a lot of companies have decided to adopt hybrid working. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that seems to be the norm amongst majority of sensible companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I was reading somewhere, I think it's a law firm, I can't remember their name. Mm. Um, they've decided that if you do, they've offered hybrid working, so you need to be in, t- in the office 60% of the time. Um, but if you decide that you do not want to come into the office and you want to do fully remote working, um, you've got to take a pay cut of 20%. Mm. How do you feel about that? <laughs> do you know what? When you initially said it, like when we spoke about it before, I was like, no, that's very wild. That's crazy. I would yeah. never. But I guess there are like winners and losers in it. It wasn't until you said for the people outside London, it mm. makes sense because mm. right now, um like you get cost of living so the same job that you do in london yeah. you don't get paid the same amount for the same job outside so let's say there's a hr manager role or something obviously it's a law firm but let's say there's a hr manager role in london that's at 60 grand in manchester that might only be at 45 or 50 exactly so i can see how it could make sense for those people because imagine you could be in edinburgh yeah and in london money minus 20 percent mm-hmm. and then that actually makes so much sense. Um, the only thing is they said that you do have to be in the office one once day per month, month, but they will pay. Yeah. So you still have to do the travel once but a once month. once a month is okay. Yeah, yeah. Once a month, I'll fly from Edinburgh. Yeah, I would do once a month. 
Do you know what wasn't clear though, or what I'd be interested to know is if you could be abroad? Because mm. let's say I'm in let's say I'm in Nigeria. Yeah. You're not gonna allow that. <laughs> but let's say I'm in Nigeria mm. on a sixty K salary mm. and only having to come in once a month. And it's paid or whatever. Even if you have to pay for yourself, whatever. You get the, the three hundred pound flight sometimes. Yeah, 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 that's a nice life. It is. That's how I, I can I can see it making sense for people that are not in London. But twenty percent to like it's not the reason in London doesn't make as much sense is because your travel is not twenty percent. Oh yeah, of course. So if you're it's rude, yeah, it's rude. It's, it's rude. very 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 rude. Londoner, it's rude. It only works if you are commuting from far or if you yeah. want to take like if you decide to take a job which is in theory a london-based job and you mm. live elsewhere yeah and there's other companies who have offered remote working with no pay cut yeah and that's how it should be i think it's i think it's actually very cheeky to say tell someone to take a reduction in pay when it comes to costs um to to travel expenses because you don't pay me to tra- in my job description it had nothing to do with oh this this salary includes uh, your traveling. I get it. I get why they do it because in London, for instance. So if in London, I only really understand it for the capital or high cost locations because mm-hmm. they do give you yeah, increased money for cost London of living. Waiting. And the thing is, if you live here, you still just because you're not traveling doesn't mean you're not suffering that cost of living. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, I, I, I don't think that they should just because you're not traveling decrease your money. But I get why, like, let's say you might advertise, let's say your current HR manager is paid 60K. Yeah. And then you advertise the new job, it being remote at 50 or 55, knowing that probably the people that would take that job mm-hmm. won't be in London. I can understand bringing it down for new people without who are not going to, who can choose to come from a further location. Mm-hmm. But I think asking people to take a pay cut is is very, very, very wild. I just, I still don't subscribe. Do you know why? Because when you go uh, to HR, okay, you've gone to uni, you've got your degree, you've done your CIPD. I didn't do, that's what you're paying me for. You're not mm, paying me mm, mm. And I choose where, where I, I live. live. Because I could like, have chosen to live anywhere, even when you were paying me the London money. Yeah, I could have been living far. People exactly. do. Some people yeah, commute. Yeah, of course. So I just don't think, that's how my thinking is. I just don't think it's fair. And also 20%... Even does not equate to travel. my travel. That's, like, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't rude. make it, it could only make sense to attract people to travel to London once a month who live far away. Mm. Like because that's actually a very, very, very wild thing. Steep. Yeah, it's crazy. It's actually Steep. crazy. Um but yeah, like I just I just I just don't understand why that like, and they're all like it's a law firm, right? So I know. I'm sure they're I'm sure How they're all that? leafing through their contracts. Like yeah. what the hell is this? It's true. I did think about that actually because I was thinking, surely one person there must have been like, "This can't run." But the thing is, it can because it's all about you agreeing to different terms and conditions on, on yeah. that basis. Um, I just don't think it's very competitive in today's market. To, I mean, they're not forcing you to do it. It is an option. But I don't think law firms are not. I don't know if a lot of. I don't know what they're doing as standards. So, like, are most law firms working? are most law firms allowing people to work fully remote as lawyers yeah. i can't imagine why you wouldn't because <clears throat> you can work on things like remotely. they 
I think it is an industry standard. Um, if you are a lawyer, don't shoot me. But just this, is my own stats from the from the um, roundtable talk that I was in um, last week, which was just a room full of other HR professionals and just sharing experiences around certain HR topics. And there were a couple of law firms in there, and um, they actually mentioned this twenty percent pay cut. Oh, so that so there actually other law firms are yeah. also wow, really? Yeah. So I do think it's an industry standard or yeah, something that cartel. is. I know, right? Um, which, to be fair, in that world maybe then isn't very competitive because mm. if it's the norm it's not really gonna you're not gonna have an advantage if you don't do it i don't understand why they need to i just don't understand why it has to be give and take you're gonna pay if you, you're happy for these people to come in mm-hmm. and if they come in you're gonna pay them the hundred percent so why do you need to i don't understand why they need to save the money like you don't need to save you, your idea is that they come in and you're gonna you're happy to pay them 100 percent. yeah so i just don't understand why you, you don't need to it's not like you're trying to make cost cutting like yeah 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 no i'm trying to i'm just trying to deep and understand why and i don't have an answer yeah i don't have an answer it's give and take i mean i i appreciate the employment relationship is give and take in general but that feels proper stingy to me yeah i'm just glad it's not enforced because if it was and it was me i'd be looking somewhere else because i just at this where i'm at in life right now my pay is very important to me Mm. so 20 percent no, nah, they couldn't. They not, could never do that. You'd have, to, you'd have to. You'd have to separately agree. They can never like change your terms and conditions. Yeah. That would be in a law firm. Well, it would be. It'd be suicide. catastrophic. Yeah. So on to the next story. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent this thing to the group today about um, this. This is just so wild. Like when I know when we spoke about it, or when I shared it, it was like this is just ridiculous. So I'll try and condense the story. There was a uh, a guy who worked in a factory, I want to say somewhere up north. He was called a board, see you next Tuesday, when he, he got into an argument with somebody and they called him that. They said, board, see you next Tuesday. And he basically raised a claim, an unfair dismissal claim about something else. And as part of that, he said he was discriminated against because um, they, he said it was um, sex sexual harassment, right, and sex discrimination. And it was found to be founded. So judges agreed with him. He went to tribunal and a panel of three judges, three male judges mm-hmm. who were also boarding and mm-hmm. had issue, and, and also shared that they also had issues with, you know, going bald and issues mm-hmm. with their hair. They said that it is sexual harassment because um, and sex discrimination because being you know having hair loss issues is more prevalent in men than it is in women so you're commenting on something which is to do with him being a man which wouldn't be like relevant to a woman which we'll talk about anyway and then the bit that killed it for me is they said commenting on a man's hair Mm -hmm. when you're talking about him being bald is just as bad or similar to commenting on the size of a woman's breast discuss now that's wild (laughs) that's just so wild so wild i'm listening you know as i'm listening to you i'm just picking so much there's so much to unpack so much to unpack there's so much to unpack i don't even know where to start the fact that the three men on the tribunal um judge panel um sorry that they're men and also are sharing their experiences of being (laughs) bald (laughs) and their their hairline receding the hell of journey yeah is also very mad because 
Are you like? Are you objective? Like, are you supposed to do that? No, do you know you're what I not. Mean? It's like you can't be coming here to sympathize. Oh, you know, it's like seeing me. another black person. I'd be like, yeah, me, I know what it's like. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to be. A, you're yeah. a judge. I know the struggles that you're I know going the struggle. through. Mm, so I agree. Yeah, 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 I agree. And cool. I really, I really do feel like in this case, their own like. I mean, I wasn't there. I don't. Maybe there was more presented or whatever than is in the news. Mm. But I cannot accept. <laughs> that is sexual harassment or sex discrimination. Yeah. And I actually think it is offensive to compare commenting on a man's hair and him being bored to commenting on the size of a female co-worker's breast. Are you okay? Are you okay? Can like, someone make it make sense? It doesn't make any sense. Can someone make it make sense? It doesn't make, make any sense. Like, obviously, we've just had the, you know, how can she slap from... <laughs> <laughs> from... Will and Jada. Uh, Will and Jada, yeah, exactly. And um I remember when obviously when Will slapped uh Chris Chris Rock. Mm. Yeah, when Will slapped Chris Rock and everyone's saying, Oh, but she he he made a joke or comment about her hair is it alopecia? Alopecia, yeah. So that also is like lots of you, women suffering with alopecia. Hair, exactly. Lots of women. So how can you then now tell me that because he's a man that it's uh it's harassment against his sex when women also suffer the same thing? Mm. And you can't tell me that oh because more men suffer it that it's less it's less of a harassment because there's higher numbers. So what's the you've I think you got it. What's the definition for harassment? Harassment. So what is actually harassment? I didn't screen munch yet. This don't, time. don't. <laughs> so I'm glad every, I'm glad everyone online is agreeing that screen munch is dead and it's 2022. Yeah, I stand I stand though on my <laughs> words. It's the screen munch, okay? Oh my god, I would never like that I will remember that forever. <laughs> so, um so as with bullying, the person being harassed must feel disrespected, frightened, humiliated, insulted, intimidated, threatened or undermined. But for it to officially count as harassment, the unwanted behavior must either must have either violated the person's dignity, whether it was intended or not, or created an intimidating, hostile, degrading, humiliating or offensive environment for the person, whether it was intended or not. So... I mean, the funny thing here mm. is they probably obviously when you when you cuss someone in general, yeah, you want to degrade them. <laughs> That's the whole point. That's what a cuss is. I want to evoke an emotion out of you. Yeah, and I want you to be humiliated. That's what a cuss is. That's yeah, what, I want you to feel dumb, embarrassed. And you know, they said, "What's that thing that they said about intention?" Um about whether you intended to do it or not yeah it doesn't it doesn't really matter basically if it's intent so whether it was intended or not so even if you said something in you could have said it and not meant it in that way but Mm. if that person has perceived it and felt that way and felt that way it's by dictionary definition mean in this in this case to you know make a comment about his sex yeah then that's what they have in theory done i mean i I fundamentally i disagree with the fact that it's sexual discrimination or sexual harassment to be honest because would you say it's any form of discrimination i mean or harassment i mean i think it's he's definitely been like it's it's harassing Mm -hmm. i guess or it's it's not nice Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i don't know if it comes out i wouldn't say it's discriminatory 
I wouldn't have said it was discriminatory. Yeah. And obviously, he was called something bad after they said the bald word. Yeah. But he's not fussed about that. He's not phased. See you next Tuesday. Doesn't phase him. It's the bald part. And this is a conversation we were having, whereas saying if someone called you a black bitch. Yeah. <laughs> What what word oh, yeah. would trigger you out of the two? Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. Like, <laughs> if you call me a black bitch, <laughs> <laughs> no, let me. Yeah, if you call me a black bitch, I'm gonna be offended. I mean, the fact that you call me a bitch is not nice, mm-hmm. but the fact that you call me a black bitch, it's the black that makes it racist. Yeah, now you're a racist. <laughs> That's the before first you're just thing a, before I'm you're just not nice. <laughs> yeah. Now you're racist by mm-hmm. adding black. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, no. So I understand, like calling him the uh, a bald c word. I mean, whether or not any of it's relevant, but the bald butt is the part that they're saying it makes it. That's he the bad part. He threatened him after and said, I'm going to deck you. Yeah. None of that. None, none of that faced him. None behaviour. <laughs> you know, that didn't phase him. It was the bald part. And that's how you know he's been insecure and suffering for a minute because, <sighs> because that was a trigger. Yeah. And I don't even know if it was a trigger. You know, like you don't he think w- it was no because he was in an unfair dismissal claim, so he had already been dismissed, yeah. And he's basically yeah. trying to say it's and as part of the unfair dismissal, he bought this. I don't know what he, I don't know what happened in his childhood or if it is a trigger for him or whatever. But what I know is that when you've been dismissed and you're coming with an unfair dismissal claim, you just put as Chuck much everything. as you can in everything. the claim. You throw the kitchen sink at it, everything, like everything you can think to say mm-hmm. you say it mm-hmm. so he might not even have cared that he was called bald. they may banter him in the pub his friends may do it like or it may be something that really affected his heart we don't know mm-hmm. but what i do know is that when people put in a claim anything can go in it they'll go back to 20 oh yeah 16 and yeah, say yeah, yeah. this is not the first time one time you said this <laughs> that and the other i laughed but it wasn't funny yeah. like they will do all of that stuff so and it stands it yeah. actually holds and it's like it what holds. you said the other day about the last time about it depends on the judge yeah 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 i do because we're the judges are human mm-hmm. at the end of the day so everyone has biases and even people in these positions and um it takes a lot to obviously try and be as subjective as possible Ob- objective subjective objective objective that was a really <laughs> dumb moment yeah <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be subjective we want to be objective <laughs> Um, to be objective however um, humans are humans humans are humans if you're if you walk up in court and you see that the the judge is black you'll feel a type of okay maybe this judge is gonna get me he might understand me this judge is gonna understand me you know what I'd rather have this judge than if it was a white old man you'd be like oh I'm done for do you know what I mean Mm. it's just it's we're human. One thing I would say about men that they is that they've never men have never been accused of not supporting men. See, women, <laughs> <laughs> we get supp- accused of not supporting other women all the time. Yeah. No one has ever su- accused men of not supporting other men because it's they true. actually do. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I know that's a. Good, I don't even know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but men will they'll support other men in it. They they will empathize. Something that apparently women aren't so good at doing. Although I've had good experiences with women. Same. Um. But yeah, and I can imagine they'll be like, yeah, yeah, 
I get it. Oh yeah, being bored and being going bored. I'm sure it's very like traumatic. It's difficult, but yeah. it's not for you to start bringing your own experience and thinking about how Can you, you felt the first like time some somebody sort of called you. Session imagine, <laughs> where all the judges are like, yeah, I remember the first time my hair started and, falling and out. And the fact that it was three men. I think if they had a woman on that panel, yeah, and one of them had dared to say, speaking about a man going bored is the equivalent of commenting on. They wouldn't breath. even any, say it. Any woman who has ever been in an uncomfortable uh, experience or uncomfortable situation with a man would have slapped those words out of their mouth because that is ridiculous. But there was no, there was no other. There's no female presence on that on that panel, mm. so they could say something that wild. If you had ever, ever experienced anything or someone commenting about as a woman, someone commenting about your body or somebody actually mm. sexually harassing you in any situation, you wouldn't have let them say something so. Like to come and come and all lives matter your breasts. Can you imagine? I'm tired. And also, like breasts are seen as sexual. Sexual objects. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your hair dropping out is not sexual. It's not sexual. (laughs) It's not sexual. It doesn't look like. That's why I say okay. I can get when they start saying sex discrimination because the the difference between sex discrimination and sexual harassment Mm. is about they're saying someone has discriminated against you based on something related to your sex so for instance maternity discrimination is sex discrimination so basically they're saying we're discriminating against you because of something to do with your sex so you're a woman Mm. and as a as a woman yeah or someone who was born a woman that you're the only people who can you know face maternity discrimination or um, carry babies and whatever so that is direct sex discrimination because it relates to your sex Mm -hmm. being bored it's not sex discrimination in my mind because Same. it's not just men who can experience losing hair. Losing hair. Yeah. So yeah, I just think that's very wild, and I definitely think like I, I wonder if it will be appealed because I think it, it it just hit all the headlines today. Yeah. So I wonder what will happen, and I definitely think like if they're calling it a landmark decision, and I'm like, please don't let this thing you become can't let precedent. That be the norm, like, yeah. That Most is definitely that's crazy. You cannot let that. Be what the other norm. things af- affect? women or affect men more than the other but can still affect other people mm. you know what i mean that there's, mm. there's things that like we as women might experience men can also experience but it's just us as we might experience more or less of it or whatever yeah exactly like and i hope people don't come for me i just feel like some for example weight i mm. feel like both men and women can put on weight, lose weight, but I just feel like it. There's a big focus on women Mm-mm. if they put on a lot of weight, yeah, or lose too much weight in comparison to yeah. if a man does it. But it doesn't make it um, discrimination. It does. I don't feel like that makes it sexual discrimination mm. because both experience it, mm. just one more than the other. Do you want to move on to the dilemma? Yeah, let's do that. Perfect. I remember seeing the dilemma and thinking, oh, this could be interesting. Yeah, it's a good one. It was. It is. Oh, so while Foyer's finding it, guys, um, do send us your dilemmas. We're getting most of them on Instagram, but you can also send it to the email address, which I don't know, but it will be, wherever <laughs> you're watching this, it'll be in the description. Yeah, basically. And that's your job. I was no, I was really thinking, what is it? I don't I'm not even trying to learn the socials anymore. Before we were like, oh, these are the socials, but now we're like just just read. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Right, so the dilemma goes, hey guys, love the pod, I have a dilemma. I genuinely, and I seriously mean genuinely, hate socialising with my colleagues. I find them painfully awkward, dirty in some cases, (laughs) (laughs) and their humour to be unbearable. Now, I'm a black woman, so I try my best to smile and work in the office and socialise before they use it against me. Is there really a way out of it? Um, And do they use it against you or is it a myth? I find it sad because I'm with them nine to six and I want to be with my family six to ten, not with my colleagues again. Oof, lots to talk about here. Yeah, but do you know what? I'm sure as I'm reading it, people are like, I can relate. I can definitely relate (laughs) to that. I can, like, I've worked in places where, I mean, people are nice. Like, I've always gotten along with people. Mm -hmm. But there's a difference between getting along with people and wanting to spend all your hours with your colleagues. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm not necessarily that kind of person, mainly because I haven't necessarily worked, always worked in environments where those are the kind of people I would hang out with outside Mm -hmm. of work. Agreed. I feel like when you're in the majority sometimes, the people who you work with are the people you would hang out with yeah. outside of work so you're you're quick to be like oh let's go to the pub let's do this let's do that not forgetting that not everybody is everybody's cup of tea agreed a hundred percent agree and i'm there's a difference i don't even mean to bring race into it but it just it is what it is like you said when you're minority when you're a majority it's very easy to be like oh yeah like let's do this let's do that but when you're a minority and that's not your norm that's not Mm. your culture and that's not what you would do outside of work it is a bit more effort or a bit more uncomfortable it's it's like a force even like like forcing yourself to put yourself in those situations we'll answer the actual dilemma but like (laughs) even stuff like going to the pub that's a perfect example Mm. if when you're in the majority or that's your sort of thing like going to the pub is very normal yeah how many times have you ever been to the pub in your life outside of with work colleagues once i have never actually no one time i went to get a pie they're good good pub lunches but but uh, besides going to get like lunch at like gastro pubs or something i don't know why i would ever be in the pub yeah never so when they're like oh let's go to the pub you're like this is normal for you but actually i don't want to go to the pub it's not something that i would do like and for me i don't drink so like going to the pub is number one the incentive of getting drunk or drinking (laughs) there's no incentive for me and i always used to find that when i went to socials when you're drinking it's easy to forget food me yeah food is my alcohol yeah so it's like you want me to be hungry and sober yeah <laughs> i can't do it i used to go to the pub and order chips they'd be like what do you want everyone be like oh, i'll get chips. a beer i'll get I'll, I'll get chips i get both i yeah, need the food yeah same but I do you think have a drink do you think okay so to answer the dilemma is there a way out of it and do you think it affects um your do progression you yeah sorry let me i'm just reading it real quick again yeah so should we dissect the first part yeah yeah yeah. which is is there a way out of it yeah if you don't want to go don't go it's more about the consequences consequences. of that yeah so the way out of it in terms of actually how you get out of it you just say you're busy or you can't yeah i so i read somewhere on twitter this is not what i do but I read somewhere on Twitter that someone 
actually said the best way to get out of it is to say yes from the beginning and then have an excuse towards the end. Because if you say no straight away, it just looks like you're not a team player. Yeah, you but don't how, how come many in. excuses can you make up before people start clocking? Like, that's your reputation that you cancel last minute all the time. How many socials are there? No, nah, but you can't say, that's what I'm <coughs> saying. Like, eventually, they'll know, oh, you're not really coming. Like, okay. then, then that kind of stuff, like, people... But saying no from the beginning, too. I used to, so when, so I used to basically, like, never go. And mm. then I realised that, like, and this is kind of going into the second part, I do think it can hold you back. Oh, yeah, Because definitely. there's so much, like, water cooler stuff that you do. Like, people get to, people want to work with people that they like. Mm-hmm. And when people get to know you in a social context, as long as you're not, like, a massive knob, like, they will like you. Mm-hmm. And so I found that, like, I did feel like it was holding me back. So I started to go. But I was very selective. So I would only go to certain ones. And I would be like, okay, I'll go to one. I'll miss three or four and I'll go to another one <laughs> and I'll miss three or four and I'll be like oh and then it, I started making a joke about I go to the quarterly social yeah and <laughs> it's enough like they I just I didn't have to go to all of them mm. but I had to go enough to so that people could to say that I don't be. come yeah they can never say that I never go out yeah it's just I don't go as much as other people and I'm not going to be the last one out yeah but I just needed to go enough so that they could get to know me and so it didn't work against me mm-hmm. and i definitely feel like it does work against you in certain environments i agree um there's nothing I've, i pretty much agree with what you're saying because my experience has been similar and um yeah i was at a company for about just over three years and i just remember the first year i went into this i've always gone into work up until in that point with this i don't mix work and my outside life Mm. they are two separate things and I don't know why especially in HR yeah but I don't know why it was just yeah maybe it was just that Mm. but and I lived that I was just like you cannot be my friend on Mm. the outside like this just (laughs) this just stays in here and I just stuck by it um but what one thing that I did notice was I wasn't progressing or People didn't really know me. So you kind I kind of built a stigma of just being someone that just doesn't go out or doesn't want to be part of the team or doesn't want to, like, you know, show that side and can be a bit uptight and X, Y, Z. And then maybe year two, um, my second year of being there, I went to a couple of the socials. Um, my team... My team actually was a team that I liked at that point in time mm. as well, as in more we had we could be friends on the outside so mm. it made it easier to go to the socials because it's like oh we can go together mm. and all of that kind of stuff so when I did and then have a few drinks you mingle you're talking and you just notice you then start socializing a lot more with managers with mm. um like line partners people who can and actually, actually make reach things, out to you more yeah and people who can actually make things happen for you as well quickly and like you said they reach out the next day they'll be like oh foy can you help me with this yeah, yeah they know you it helped you to raise your profile exactly and that's exactly what happened i had oh i didn't know you was that fun i didn't know you was and it's like yeah i just don't mix work and mm. outside but it definitely i mean <clears throat> hard work also took me to where i'm mm. at now but my career has gone very the trajectory is quite quick networking and I do networking, networking everything yeah. and like that is a really big part of networking like if you don't go you can miss out on a lot of stuff mm-hmm. I, i'm not saying for every industry but definitely the 
every industry, but the industries that I've worked in for sure. Yeah. In terms of like, if you find it unbearable, I know what you mean. I've worked with people. I've worked with people that I really love working with. I work with people that I can actually. I have friends from. She said imp- they're dirty. Though. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I've I've worked with. I've got friends from previous places, but I've also worked with dirty people. I've also worked with people who I would never in a million years speak to. When we say we, dirty, sorry, I'm so sorry to cut you off. But when we say dirty, we talk hygiene. I'm assuming she means hygiene. Okay. Or even stuff like, I worked with a, uh, uh, I worked with a girl, and anybody who worked with me at this place will know exactly who I'm talking about, but I worked with a girl, and she used to fart, and her farts were rancid. Like, she would fart, and every, and then every, and she would deny it, but everybody knew it was her. <laughs> it got to a place where she would fart, and then everyone knew it knew the scent oh. of her but it was disgusting and like oh, that would make me heave. imagine having to hang out with her i wouldn't no but you, you will hang out together as work colleagues isn't it so like it's that sort of thing that's nasty yeah like, I, why would i want to spend my time with you yeah so what i used to do as i said is go to some of them the minority and also pick and choose the ones like if you're going to go to i always pick and choose the ones where you could go and leave early ones okay. where there's a finite period of time dead but like the other thing you can do is go show your face and, and dip. dip. That's very true. And then you like you're saying, okay, like you don't you spend nine to five with them. You don't want to spend six to ten with them, mm. which I think is very fair. But it might be that you go, you have one drink, everyone sees your face, you slip and then out. You go, and yeah. by that time, everyone's already pissed anyway. They're not really focused on what you're doing. That's true. Do you know what I mean? Or like, just you just need to be present enough like Mm. obviously find your boundary Mm. and some people have like social anxiety and all of that stuff and if you do have social anxiety i think it's definitely something that you can like at least share with one person Mm -hmm. who can be like oh you know when people start peer pressure and someone who can be like who can have your back and stuff Mm -hmm. like that but just find your boundary and say okay this is this is my limit i can go and i'll i've literally gone to things for half an hour but no one can say that i didn't go yeah and i think that's the advice right there isn't it because that's probably the balance that you need to not be deemed as antisocial or not a team player Mm -hmm. and all of these kind of things but you're still you you know if you're not comfortable after 30 minutes 45 minutes you can go home Mm. and like you said no one can tell you you didn't come yeah exactly and also if you don't go if you don't go to things when you do give them half an hour 45 minutes they're grateful for the crumbs that's true if, you, if you're not so if you're not someone who usually goes and they'll be like oh just come just I come know. for one just come for one and then you come for the one you're like oh, i've got to go like you know blah blah and like that's fine yeah you know what i mean it's true then you become rather than but have the reputation for being the person that doesn't come you're the person that doesn't stay long yeah. You know those people that and have the reputation okay, for being though. the last one. Exactly. That's okay. Exactly. People have kids and they'll be like, oh no, I exactly. want to tuck my child in. Whilst you're there, you make your presence known, say hi, mingle, 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 dip. And then go. I think that's good advice. Yeah. Or don't go. But it may impact, depending on where you work, it may yeah. impact. So how long are you planning on being there for? Are you really trying to progress in this role? It sounds like the person is. Mm. But if you're not, you know, like, it's not gonna be you might just tell you you're not gonna I'm go not, yeah i just don't want to engage the in other that. thing you can do if there are things that you actually like doing <clears> which <throat> are social sometimes you can suggest those sort of sort of things yeah. if you know okay if i have to be with my colleagues these are the kind of things i'd like to do then you can actually start suggesting those things yeah um so like activities or it, it may be what you're doing because a lot of the time like we had um when i've worked in large teams before mm. used to be pub 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 and we had um some muslim people in our um team that said it's not that i don't want to come out 
I don't want to go all the way to the pub. It's exclusive and I can't come anyway. Why can't we do something that's socially like that around an activity or, mm. you know, around food or around, you know, just something else? Yeah. So I definitely think that you can make suggestions about things that you would rather do. But yeah, the only advice I can do is to only go to some and not stay long that people will. Yeah. I feel like pubs are. If it is pubs anyway, that's just so outdated now because no, but the people one thing about this country, yeah. Alcohol is everything. When we were doing remember lockdown, there'll be a, an announcement on everything and there'll be a specific section on what's happening with the pubs. Pubs yeah. pubs must be open, <laughs> pubs must be closed, pubs can have this capacity. Why yeah. do we have a pub section? It's a pandemic. It's true. It's true. But I just feel excuse me, in my old role, um, <laughs> before people say they can't hear me um no in my old role there was a lot of social activities and it wasn't just pubs I can't to be fair I can't remember I I don't think I entered a pub whilst Mm. I was there but there was loads of social there was quiz quiz nights there was um like go-karting there was like escape rooms Mm. um you know the other thing i think a lot of people don't mind socializing especially when it's not outside working hours if you really want us to all do an activity together let's leave at two because no one minds going from two to five when it's time that you would have work hours yeah like when you start impacting going into people's time i don't understand why more employers don't do that you want us to spend time together you want us to team build you want us to bond yeah but not on their time not pay you no but you get but sometimes you know you go you you leave early that's what they should do because people you get better turnout people that are saying that they have kids and stuff yeah you'll be at work during this time anyway what makes like what makes you resent it so much is is your (laughs) personal time yeah that's true but if you weren't doing working hours it would be more bearable just by fact of like at least you're being paid to be here yeah some companies do do that but it's not companies where you you go and you do the team building during work hours yeah but those are more inclusive they're like once a year yeah but it's more inclusive because you do like you people that are parents Mm -hmm. or have caring responsibility Mm -hmm. or live far Mm -hmm. all of those and those are the ones that get um left out Mm, true true but mm, i guess in summary for me i would definitely say you can choose not to but i definitely do feel like there are consequences for choosing not to um it is really sad um that also leads me on to another point um no no it's even fine forget the summary (laughs) it just leads me on to another point that sometimes your personality can really hold you back and i'm just speaking for myself um I'm quite a shy, timid type of a character unless I'm really comfortable mm. around people and I've known you for a while. Like, mm. then you'll see my other side. But that definitely does have an impact on you wanting to socialise and wanting to yeah, get yeah, to know yeah. people. And it's kind of a shame that you could be amazing at your job or you could have that motive, like, you could be skilled, qualified, all of those things. But just because you're not putting yourself in those social settings, you're almost... You're, you're not being seen mm. and it's really sad because it can hinder your progression and it just goes back to you know there are some people who are really really crap at their jobs and you'll see it a lot especially yeah. like the banking industry mm. and the financial services they're but literally they're like fun. one pip away from leaving mm. but because they socialize and they know the md and da, 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 they're still Chance hanging about the they're still chance, hanging about yeah. and 
unfortunately, that's just how the industry is. The other thing, sorry, just to add, we can actually get close, but mm. um, if you are not a social person, you feel like it might it's holding you back. Sometimes you can find a substitute for it. Mm. So, like, let's say you don't get exposure from being, like, you don't want to go outside and do stuff outside of your working hours and stuff. Sometimes you can pick up, like, additional responsibilities or do certain type of work which gives you that exposure anyway. Okay. If there's something, so like, you might be the kind of person you maybe not comfortable in a group, but you don't mind doing one-to-one things. So oh, yeah. you might pick up a role in your business where, like, or in your team where you have to have conversations with people on a one-to-one basis. You get to, it, it gives you, you know opportunity to speak to people that you might not have spoken to but mm. you don't have to do it in a group and you don't have to do it during your working hours mm. so it's kind of like compensating for the fact that people don't get to know you in that context yeah but you give them opportunities to know you in another in context others, yeah yeah and if it's you, like you join a committee or a, you know yeah, or whatever that's true and you build your like you can get get over those um those stumbling blocks i mm. guess yeah on a side note, I feel like the pod is mine. I feel like it helps me, like... Oh, get over your, yeah, your shyness. Yeah, I think so. I don't know if you saw my Insta. Yeah, I saw someone was <laughs> like... I saw someone comment, wait, I've <laughs> never heard you speak this much in my life. And it's true. But I'm I'm here for it. I feel a lot more confident, and I do feel not as shy. But, um, yeah, it's it's weird. It's funny, because I, like, I'm, I mean, I don't think anyone has ever called me shy in my life. <laughs> but um, I've got a lisp. And okay. um, when it came to like speaking in public mm. with people I didn't know or to audiences that I wasn't yeah. familiar with, like I didn't necessarily like it and I felt really uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's actually the reason that I initially started my YouTube channel. To push yourself. Yeah, so that like, I can just hear myself speaking, get over that and all of that stuff. And it, it has helped. Like yeah. now, like, I don't care about it at all. Yeah. And that's the thing. Once you get to the other side, it's fine. But yeah, I'm... All of those insecurities, anxiety, they're real things. And maybe it's another thing for another day. Yeah, um, and we, we should talk it about is, it. Because yeah, as much as we're, thing. as we're saying this stuff, if you genuinely have, like, anxiety or social anxiety, none of these tips or anything is going to make a difference. You don't want to go. Yeah, it's true. Do you know what I mean? And in it's that true. case, you, you might just have to share with someone that or you might just have to accept that this is what you're going to do and maybe it'll hold you back. But at least on a day-to-day basis, you feel comfortable. yeah kind of have to decide isn't it mm. yeah that was a really good dilemma yeah please send your dilemmas in guys um get us on instagram it. on twitter on the email on the email which i don't know but it'll be below this um in the description box um you said instagram you said twitter. yeah we are on tiktok oh yeah do you know it's so bad we are on tiktok we're not we're talking about being consistent we're very consistent on Instagram, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> TikTok and, and Twitter. Oh, so. YouTube. Oh, yeah, YouTube. Duh. YouTube, but you can't really send dilemmas in on No, on no, no dilemmas. But you can... It's it's nice to hear your thoughts. Yeah. You know, like, comments. So, 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 we should shout some people out. So, shout Marie. Always yes, commenting. Consistent. Um, there's a lady called... I think her, her at is Intentional, uh, Intentional Adulting. Mm-hmm. she always comments so we appreciate Thank you, you. Appreciate it. um everyone who comments on like the our instagram all of the reels all of that stuff like yeah. we appreciate you um we had a small win we've got 
50 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah, And that's a, that's a win for us. Yeah, so it we're, is. we're really happy about that, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we just, we appreciate it all. And then Thank I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. Rate us on Spotify and on iTunes. Yes, please. We're like a five star on a 4.9 or something. Like a 4.9. No, on Spotify, on Apple. I think we've had like two ratings. Oh, but okay. we've got, they're both five, so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, what I'm going to do, actually, I'm going to plug myself again. Um, so I'm off at the moment, but I do have a couple of roles that are taken along. So if you're looking for a talent partner role, I've got a talent partner role, um, which is a recruitment uh, business partner role or whatever you want to call it. It's at 50K. Really, really, really cool tech company. Um, they're just looking for a superstar. You only have to have like two plus years experience, just be able to do end-to-end recruitment get at me i'm also recruiting for a standalone hr manager also at 50k these are both london based so yeah if you that's have really good 50k two years experience well talent partner yeah it's really good like the they just want somebody who's really ambitious mm. and who can like just do end-to-end recruitment and right now the market for recruiters is really yeah high. that's what I was so actually say. that has driven up salaries yeah i was about to say that so yeah and generally if you're looking for your there. next hr role just just get at me Oh my god, I have to say it for Valisa. Right, can we say it together? Yeah, okay. One, two, three. That's a wrap. a wrap. <laughs> we didn't even say it right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>